Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The FTC thinks you pay too much for your smartphones. Here's why by Clint Finley. The Federal Trade Commission thinks you're paying too much for smartphones. But it doesn't blame handset makers like Apple and Samsung or wireless carriers. Instead, the agency blames Qualcomm, which owns key wireless technology patents and makes chips that can be found in most high end Android phones and many iPhones. Qualcomm charges companies like Apple a set percentage of the total price of a phone in exchange for the right to use its technology, according to the antitrust suit filed by the FTC. The percentages vary, but Qualcomm generally charges 5% of the value of a device, up to a maximum of about $20 per device, according to a legal brief filed by Qualcomm. Phone makers like Apple and Huawei argue that Qualcomm demands a larger cut of each phone sale than is fair, and that they pay because Qualcomm essentially threatens to cut off their supply of important wireless chips if they don't. The FTC describes this as a tax on cellular phones that drives up prices and hurts competition. In court Friday, Apple executive Tony Blevins accused the chipmaker of strong-arm tactics. Blevins said that during negotiations in 2013, Qualcomm President Cristiano Amon told him, I'm your only choice, and I know Apple can afford to pay it, CNET reports. Blevins also said that Apple had considered using Intel chips in the iPad Mini 2, but dropped the idea when Qualcomm in 2013 offered a discount for using its chips exclusively. The FTC alleges this kept Apple from adopting the WiMAX 3G standard, which Intel supported. Qualcomm CEO Stephen Mollenkopf testified Friday that it was Apple who pursued the exclusivity deal, according to CNET reporter Stephen Shankland. Apple has been using Intel wireless chips since 2016. It stopped using Qualcomm chips last year. 
Malenkopf also confirmed that Qualcomm does require companies that buys its chips to also license its patents, which is unusual for a chipmaker. But he argued that it does so for legitimate business reasons, according to FOSS patents blogger Florian Mueller, who has been live-tweeting the trial. Qualcomm argued in its pre-trial brief that it doesn't factor the price of its intellectual property into its chips, which is why it charges a separate patent royalty. The company says its policy of requiring patent royalty agreements dates back decades, before the company had the market power it does today, and that it has not raised its patent royalty rates as its market shares has grown, as one would expect of a company with a monopoly. The FTC sued Qualcomm for antitrust violations in 2017, but the case only reached trial this week. It's unclear if smartphone prices will drop if the FTC wins or if phone makers would simply pocket any savings. But if it loses, Qualcomm may need to rethink its business model, which depends heavily on patent licenses. The case is just one of many legal conflicts affecting Qualcomm since 2015. Regulators in China, the European Union, and South Korea have fined Qualcomm for antitrust violations. Apple also sued the company, alleging that Qualcomm had withheld rebates owed to Apple in retaliation for the company's cooperation with South Korean regulators. Qualcomm countersued, and Apple expanded its suit. The case is set to go in trial in April. More recently, Qualcomm was hit with a class-action lawsuit on behalf of every consumer who has purchased a phone with Qualcomm chips since 2011. Qualcomm says that it faces more competition in the chip market than ever and in its legal brief cites a 34% drop in the average smartphone price between 2010 and 2017 as evidence that it hasn't harmed competition. Qualcomm also says its market share has declined in the past year as new competitors like Intel, MediaTek, and Samsung have gained ground in the wireless chip business. That may be the company's best defense, says David Reichenberg, an antitrust litigator at Cozen O'Connor, who says Qualcomm should try to rebut the FTC's argument that phone prices are too high and that innovation has been harmed. But U.S. District Judge Lucy Coe, who is hearing the case, has already ruled that Qualcomm can't introduce evidence more recent than March 2018, which is when the discovery process for the case ended. That means some of the data showing a decline in Qualcomm's fortunes might not make it into the trial. Richard Burnell, general counsel at the American Antitrust Institute, which advocates robust antitrust enforcement, says even if Qualcomm can prove that the market for smartphones is healthy, it doesn't prove that the market would be even stronger if there had been more competition. In November, Co. ruled that Qualcomm must license its patents to competitors, resolving one part of the case. The FTC suit alleged that Qualcomm didn't license its technology to competitors. Some of the patents Qualcomm holds are part of standards for wireless networks. Under its agreements with standard bodies, Qualcomm is obliged to license those patents to competitors under fair, reasonable, and non-discriminatory terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.